August 22nd, 2020, and I guess Pudge is the toy now. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast, where we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. And this is a very spooky episode, isn't it, Six? Are we doing this again? <laughs> I just I just remembered halfway through. It's it's a repeat spooky. <laughs> it's... <laughs> This is the uh, energy I'm bringing today. I hope you're prepared. Uh, man, Nick, mm-hmm. I have a whole lot for us. I don't know what you yeah. have. Um, uh, I'm dressed up as a sexy nurse. And, and not, you? Hmm, hmm. Uh, I meant like I have a lot of segments prepared. Oh, um, yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, well, I guess we should start with by talking about Dota, right? Since this is a Bottle Crew episode and not it like is. a Jackie's Chow or a jackie's mound or Or a jackie's vows or a home improvements of new earth or name a segment that won't be on this episode go ahead (laughs) i dare i guess it depends on if we run out of time um so how's how's dota been treating you recently nicholas uh fine i've had uh a few actual turbo like turbo games uh, of note because turbo feels it feels just like a shorter Dota these days. Like there's a lot of really, really tryhard people. Yeah, and the culture has has yeah. kind of turned. Do you think this is a consequence of people feeling tired of normal Dota and so being like, well, I can just have a regular game of Dota, only it'll be shorter? Yeah. Yeah. But also sometimes it's not even shorter than a regular game of Dota. <laughs> mm. There's there's that part right like some of the yeah turbo games uh, there's got to be metrics on like the average length of turbo games I don't know it's just something I think it might have to do with the battle pass which doesn't make huh. any sense because you have to win two turbos but like it, in turbo it doesn't matter what the hell you pick right but you have to win in order to get your uh, cavern crawl hero clear right or, like the half clear in turbo so I feel like maybe there's a lot more tryharding because of that. Hmm. maybe hmm. i don't know that doesn't sound great i'll be honest yeah but recently there we've had a, a bunch of games that some most well maybe like we won two-thirds but even the third you lose it's like you know what i have absolutely no regrets you you went out there on the pitch the field you played your heart out mm-hmm. you didn't sit in jungle for 15 minutes gg well you know well played Sure. Okay, I can I can connect with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played any real Dota. I I messed around a little bit in uh, in demo mode trying out the Pudge Persona that recently came out. Yeah, what's its name? The Toy Butcher. Yes, the Toy Butcher. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people are up in arms because it doesn't look exactly like the concept art. Are they? Like, yeah, I've I've been on the Reddit. Okay. Um, and it's Probably annoying because people don't understand what the word the phrase concept art means i mean i feel like this is almost exactly like the concept art in this case though i mean it it is like if you look at it it's like oh they they took away his eyebrows and his hair's a different (laughs) style and it's like you guys are stupid um i was on here being like hey the animage persona i was disappointed this is Mm -hmm. good they did a really good job with this one yeah you get different it's got you know different voice and everything, but then you have different spell icons. You got different effects for I guess it's just his hook really, but 
Well, you know? and the dismember. So when he oh, throws the a... hook, when he throws the hook, you get the like the wind up like uh, you know, springy jack in the box sound. Um, and then when you get dismember, you get like the sound of like squeezing like a squeaky toy. <laughs> squeaky toy, yeah. Um, and it's just it's really good. Honestly, it makes me more willing to play Pudge because I am not a person. <laughs> I do find Pudge gross, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is nice. Um, also, he is compatible with some of his cosmetics, like for example, his uh, Arcana. Really? It's like, I oh, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can have the this cute toy with like glowing evil chains and hooks <laughs> sticking out of him. Uh, it looks a little weird, but you know, if you spent that money, it's still it's exactly. still good. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's definitely better than the AM one was. Mm-hmm. Is so. Uh, yeah, very impressed. Honestly, yeah. I played a game as Pudge. With the uh, the persona, I did it because the first game I played after it was released, we were expecting you know Turbo. Oh, can have Pudge Bander picked? No, so uh, I was the one who picked Pudge because hmm. a cosmetic came out. Me, wow, yeah. Is there anything else Dota you want to talk about, or is is are we done with the bottle crow I'm part? Trying to think, I think there is because I think Slacks has been uh, what there's been a we we play tournament. Sure. I think, mm-hmm. I think, sounds good. You can tell I really have paid a lot of attention. I've seen, you know, Twitter and, and Reddit things on, I guess they had a, a toga theme or whatever. And so there's lots of slacks, Shiva and Kyle doing stupid things in togas and talking. And mm-hmm. that was nice to see. Always good to see. Slacks has been casting something. I don't know. Yeah, I, feel I saw, like him slacks get, is... saw him get angry about a Windranger pick. Oh, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like Slacks is really out there on the streets, you know, doing the good work in these days. Except for not out on the streets because he respects, you know, the uh, pandemic that we're going through. But, you know, exactly. metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Nick, we need to spice this place up a little bit. Okay. Are you ready for Jackie's vows? I am. All right. Good job, team. Um... I love all of you guys. It's been a pleasure playing with all of you. It's been a, it's been a great journey. Uh, thank you for this game. You fucking idiots. Okay, get a random number generator for me. Okay. 1 to 112? 117. 117. Don't worry about it. Oh, I forgot I <laughs> launched. Well, I mean, I might as well... <laughs> I haven't listened to that one in a while. Uh, one to one seventeen. I need two numbers from that. Seventy-one. And okay. Eighty-eight. Ah, uh, seventy-one is Tusk. So person one and the person we'll be taking our quiz as is Tusk, and eighty-eight is Medusa. Wow, Ooh. what a cishet couple we got right there. I I feel like there's a lot of promise here. Uh, I think there's some very serious potential, especially because I actually, last time, I googled a quiz as I was, as what right now I would be googling it if it was like last time. <laughs> this time I came prepared. Oh, so you vetted it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, or at least I, I, I did a proper Google search, because I found <laughs> this quiz, the title of which is, Build a Taco Bell Order and We'll Guess Your Relationship oh. Status. Wow. Tusky, tusky. 
Uh, okay, so you're taking it a tusk. You talk about your relationship with Medusa here. Uh, I'm, I'm helping, of course. But let's start off. How many napkins do you need with your Taco Bell order? I need a stack of them. I need a couple. I only need one, or I need a roll of paper towels. <laughs> I need a roll of paper towels, right, Tusk? Yeah, especially because he's got, like, the one, like, he, depending on your cosmetics, he only basically has one hand. I bet he drops a lot. Yeah. Or like, and then know, also, mm. like, imagine, like, sharing a burrito with Medusa. She's, like, she's eating, but also, like, all the snake heads are eating, too. <laughs> That's so Medu- much territory for her. After Medusa goes to Taco Bell, she needs a bath. Yeah, just like take her out into the yard and hose her down, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need a roll of paper towels. Uh, What would you prefer to dip your chips in? Nacho cheese sauce, pico de gallo, guacamole, or salsa? Hmm. I remember your tusk here. Cheese sauce. I mean, it's definitely not pico de gallo. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, can't imagine him like that. guacamole. It seems like he would be suspicious of avocados. I could see nacho <laughs> cheese sauce. We could do that. I feel you know something warm, right? He's he's very frosty. Right. He's, totally, he's totally. He's used to a cold climate. Um, so you know, but, and Tusk goes to you know he has his uh, old beaten up pick, pickup truck. He drives in Alaska. I guess he lives. He drives to the uh, Alaskan Taco mm-hmm. Bell. And he gets his mm-hmm. nachos, his uh, tortilla chips. You know, he wants to dunk them. He doesn't want, like, a, a cold salsa. Right. I, mean, of I feel like it should be a, a spicy queso. And the well, closest thing. Here's the thing. is we're moving on to which kind of sauce do you like most? Hot sauce, mm-hmm. lava sauce, mild sauce, verde sauce. And I actually think Tusk likes mild sauce. Mild? Really? I think he's actually a complete sissy. <laughs> <laughs> This one's a little too hot. Uh, that was Skyrath Mage, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I don't guess. Don't melt my eyes. Don't melt. <laughs> Leave moss. Uh, I guess in the colder regions, you don't have to spice your food to preserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's why, you know, Cantonese, Yunnan is all super spicy in, in Chinese cuisine. And then, you know, Mongolian stuff doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. The northern Chinese. And then I guess if, you know, I guess there's no, like, Alaskan hot sauce, right? There's Texas hot sauce. I'm sure there's an Alaskan hot sauce. Yeah, I mean, like, now, no, I think, I think, I mean, like, I'm sure there are, there are hot sauce companies in Alaska. And obviously we are speaking more generally about Alaskan culture and not individual Alaskans. Um, but Tusk seems like the kind of guy who likes mild sauce but, like, has an array of dipping mustards. An array of dipping mustards is a great mm-hmm. phrase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but we're not asking about mustard, so mild sauce, right? Mild. Sounds good. Okay. Which side would you add to an order? Black beans, pintos and cheese, fiesta potatoes, rip, or seasoned rice? I mean, you always have to add a side of cheesy fiesta p- potatoes for Greg, right? <laughs> yeah, that one's not really a question, is it? It's nope. just kind of no. No. Moment of silence. I think maybe okay. we should have a, a yeah okay. Oh man, now there's oh. another one where I feel like there's the um, which item from the dollar cravings menu could you eat alone? Cheesy roll up, cinnamon twists, spicy soft taco, spicy potato soft taco, or spicy tostada. Two of these items now gone. 
Mm, I think Tusk's... Uh, does Tusk have a sweet tooth? What do you think? Mm, I can't tell honestly you know i could see him you know i can imagine him eating like a snow cone so maybe he does but the problem is it's mm. what could you eat alone the cinnamon yeah. twists are extremely not filling and tusk is a big guy but i feel like well i guess what is the size of an order of cinnamon twists it's not very it's like no? imagine okay. like uh like a like a fry container only it's with cinnamon twists basically mm-hmm. it's oh. not a lot Okay, I, when I think cinnamon twist, I, I haven't had this, obviously. I think, like, a very shameful, self-indulgent, like, you know, cinnamon bun roll, extremely heavy. Oh, like, no, that's so this not is, the case. Cinnamon, cinnamon twists are, like, um, a cross between, like, churros and, like, pork rinds. Oh. They're very, like, fluffy and light. They're not filling in any way. Then I think Tusk, you know, I think in his giant... Uh, walrus punch my god <laughs> just blank there and his giant walrus fist right he could easily you know pay five bucks and get five cheesy roll-ups and just stuff his face right i think you're right i think that's i think that's the pick um because also as we established he's not big on spicy stuff yeah um which kind of freeze would you like most green apple freeze strawberry skittles freeze mountain dew baja blast freeze or they are too sweet for me See, I think, I think uh, Medusa would be the one to have a sweet tooth for some reason. I think that's true, but I think if Tusk were taking this quiz, mm-hmm. I think he'd be like, "Oh, you know, I like these skittles," and he's just gonna give it to Medusa. <laughs> but he would yeah. say that, yeah, he would cover, he would cover you know, for her. I'll get one, and then you can have some of it. But of course, she eats the entire thing, or or like ninety percent, right? She 90%. leaves a little yeah, for yeah. him just to, yeah. you know. Uh, okay, green. So the strawberry Skittles freeze. Um, which Taco Bell item from the specialty menu would you share with a friend? Mm. Double Chalupa, Mexican Pizza, Meximelt, or I don't share. What is a double Chalupa? That's a great question. It's, I'm um, sorry. This, qu- this quiz is clearly old. Is the thing? Oh, it's Hold the on. Chalupa XL. It used to be called. It was also called a double Chalupa. I didn't know that. Okay, um, there. It's a really big chalupa. Imagine if you will. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> oh, I have to scroll down the website now. Wait, where? This is not from the. Oh, what? I hate it when. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Imagine if you will a much larger vessel than aforementioned. Now, fully loaded with a double portion of Taco Bell's savory seasoned beef. And okay. while we're at it, pile on some shredded lettuce, diced tomatoes, a blend of three cheeses, and top the whole thing off with reduced fat sour cream and that ever-popular nacho cheese sauce. Whoa, Quite you gotta stop. Bounty, right? It's, it's some might go so far as to call it a boatload of beauty or a ship of savoriness or even a yacht of yumminess at Taco Bell. They simply call me the Double Chalupa. And guess what? He marches towards the ancients. <laughs> <laughs> it was too- <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a reverse of the last question where whatever whatever 
uh, tusk picks, he mm-hmm. eats 90% of. <laughs> yeah. I was worried for a second that we had missed in the uh, triple lupa de- debacle the existence of a uh, double, a bi chalupa that had like mm. just a single set of perforations, which mm. would have kind of destroyed my entire Taco Bell worldview. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this thing is like a boat of. Oh, yeah, I've had filling. this. It's intense. It's yeah. a lot of food. <laughs> double chalupa. Yeah. I mean, double chalupa is the one that I would order, but I don't know if that's what Tusk would order. We've spent so much time talking about it, I've forgotten what the other options are. Uh, Mexamelt or the Mexican pizza. That's right. What is a Mexamelt? Also don't know that one. A Mexamelt is like, um, it's like a quesadilla soft taco thing. I don't understand anything further. Okay, imagine a quesadilla with a bunch of ground beef in it and some salsa. And it's not a taco. Well, the cheese is like melted. And there's a lot of it. Uh, the Mexamelt was a specialty menu item previously available at Taco Bell. It was a cross between a fresco soft taco and a quesadilla. It had the flour tortilla seasoned ground beef and fiesta salsa of a fresco soft taco, but the melted three trees blend of a quesadilla. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think this is enough to share for Tusk. No, let's 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 take. I've never actually ordered a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. I remember looking at it and thinking it looked terrible. I looked um, it up when uh, advising Sing Sing Sing. It it didn't seem great. It seemed like uh, cafeteria food. I see. It also looks like okay. Here's the thing. Listen, <laughs> listen. Tusk is Swedish. I know a little bit about the food they have in Sweden. Tusk would order a Mexican pizza. What what makes you say that? I'm shocked. Because I've seen Swedish pizzas and they're a fucking nightmare. Swedish <laughs> pizza? What the hell? I've never Okay, what what is your It's uh, not it's not like conception? a style. I mean, I guess it is. You can also get like like pizza with like a kebab and stuff on it. <laughs> a kebab? Um, <laughs> yes. Pizza. Yes. Is it? Okay. Yes. Um I mean, like the thing about kebab is like in, in the United States, we mean on a stick, but in, in uh, elsewhere, it just sort of means cooked via that method, and then you can do whatever. Um, but yeah, I've seen um, I've seen some really gnarly pizzas served in Sweden. Again, I don't. This isn't like New York style. I'm not trying to say like Swedish style pizza. I have just seen pizzas served in Sweden. I've seen a fair few of them, and they all seemed pretty grotesque. <laughs> so I feel like he would go for a Mexican pizza. Oh, wait. So I've been reading about Mexican at a uh, Swedish pizza, and I—you are absolutely correct. It's all about kebabs. And uh, then this website also says when Balkan families arrived in the 1990s, they introduced the pizza salad, which is a sliced white cabbage doused in vinegar, salt, and black pepper. What? What does that have something to do with pizza? That I'm—I'm uh, I'm not understanding. Uh, it has to do a lot to do with the fact that we're picking the Mexican pizza. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> I mean, no, it doesn't, but From it sounds accurate. Field. I really was, you know, go, gunning for the double chalupa, but you're absolutely correct. Uh, which vegetarian item would you add to your tray? Uh, black bean burrito, seven layer burrito, cheesy bean and rice, or cheese quesadilla? Seven layer burrito is now gone too, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
you have any strong feelings? Um, I feel like I would do seven burrito, layer burrito just for the amount. He would yeah. like that level of content. That sounds good to him, I think. <laughs> He's all about the content. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Uh, which breakfast food would you have in the morning? Uh, grande scrambler, breakfast crunch wrap, breakfast soft taco, or hash brown? What is a grande scrambler? Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the breakfast menu. No. Um. Oh, this looks like shit. <laughs> uh it's just is a breakfast like burrito. A... It's just a breakfast burrito. Oh. Just doesn't look like a very good breakfast burrito. Um, I feel like it's the breakfast crunch wrap. I mean, you gotta go for a crunch wrap. Is the crunch wrap a chalupa? No, the crunch wrap is like the hexagonal tortilla with like the thing through the middle. Uh, you, oh you, you... right, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we gotta get a crunch wrap in here. Yeah, it's so fun to hold. <laughs> Uh, wow, there are a lot of there are a lot of questions, Nick. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, which type of fountain drink do you like the most? Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Sierra Mist, or Pink Lemonade? How can you not have Mountain Dew Baja Blast on this list? Because it's too easy. Everyone okay. Would just pick Sierra Baja Mist Blast. is disgusting. Agree? Sure, but also he would drink it. It's got I a guess. mountain with snow on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra Mist, I've had like once or twice, and it's such a sh- shocking offense to the palate. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It's not good. It's like uh, what if uh, what if seltzer water could go bad? That's how I remember it. All right, we got to pick here, Nicholas. We got to you know, uh, clock sticking. There are too many questions. Uh, uh, pepper, Pepper Esquire. Uh, there's no Dr. Pepper here. There wasn't. What were the options? <laughs> Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Pink Lemonade, Sierra Mist. Let's uh, Mountain Dew, right? I feel like Pepsi. I feel like he's a Pepsi man. Pepsi. I, I mean, I actually I should think that a Sierra Mist. Pepsi over Coke. It's hard to say Coke. It's hard to say Coke. <laughs> In I'm slipping into Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew. Um, Ah, really? Hmm. I mean, if you want Mountain Dew, we can do Mountain Dew. As I say, we gotta fucking go. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's very important to treat each question with the dignity and respect it deserves. <laughs> I got to think of another fucking approach question. <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew. I'm, I'm Mountain gonna, Dew. Okay, I'm okay. How many caramel apple empanadas would you order? Four, one, eight, zero. Caramel... Apple empanada. Oh, that's pretty decent size. Well, I don't know. You've had this before, right? Yeah, they're actually pretty small. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to be the max size, anyways, right? I think four. I think he's. I think he's a voice of somewhat moderation. Okay. Okay. I could see four. Which party pack would you take to the office? Taco 12-pack, Supreme Variety Pack, Variety 12-pack, or Taco 12-pack, or a Grande Meal? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say any Dota hero will say Taco 12-pack because I believe that's the cheapest item and they want to save their gold for items. That's true. They want to save their gold for meat is what you're saying. Exactly. This is a journey into money. Uh, Would you order coffee or orange juice with your Taco Bell breakfast? One of each? 
orange juice, coffee, or water. You'd have to be some kind of like real I was pervert gonna say. to pick one of each. <laughs> like a real sicko. Why, why, why do you say that? Those flavors don't mix even slightly. They don't, they don't have to, though. So well, would you it, save this the is what I would for do. later? Are you going to go microwave no, some McDouble's <laughs> Nicholas? You would save the coffee for later. See, during the oh, meal. Oh, so you want cold coffee. Okay, sure. You, yeah, you, so during the meal. Okay, this is what I do. I, I'm, I'm going to Taco Bell for breakfast. I, I go through. I get my breakfast Crunchwrap Supreme. And I get a coffee and an orange juice. I eat the Crunchwrap Supreme. It's salty. It's savory, right? What do you want? You don't want coffee. You want actual liquid, so, you know, like water to, to hydrate. But you also might want something to cut through the Taco Bell, you know, like salty, fatty, oh, fast God. food delicious. What is, right? You want to cut so th- through this? You want to cut through it? I want to cut you from this podcast. <laughs> and so for that, you drink the orange juice and you drink it with the meal quickly. And then, of course, it's in a styrofoam cup. You have the coffee. And then the coffee is good as you drive away, and you, you know you you drive along the roads. Uh, I mean, it's with let's your be, one it's like Taco Bell coffee. It's never good. Is it not good? I don't know. McDonald's coffee is supposed to be good, right? Have you had I'm, Taco Bell coffee? I'm not a coffee person, but I know coffee snobs, so I guess I'm biased by that. I don't know what would Tusk do here. I feel like Tusk needs his coffee, right? Yeah. Don't talk to me in the morning unless I've had my coffee. Uh, I, I, I think, could be convinced I think that he doesn't need orange day. Medusa's always nagging him to get decaf. <laughs> it's okay. Caffeine doesn't really affect me very much, except for in the bathroom. <laughs> and in the snowball. And in the snowball. <laughs> uh, okay, which type of quesadilla would you order more than one of? Chicken, cheese, steak, or shredded chicken mini quesadilla. What? It's a, it's I mean, the shredded chicken mini quesadilla is a sane answer because that one's only a dollar and it's small. How much is a chicken quesadilla? Like four and a half dollars, dog. But it's not that much bigger, right? It's significantly bigger. Significantly I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's enough to make the value proposition. Like, the value proposition, as I say, is you say, like, I want four shredded mini chicken quesadillas, and you're good. <laughs> and then they just frisbee them in your window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It sounds, sounds like a fun time. Oh, yes, he would get those because he has to feed the penguins. Mm. The penguins from his one cosmetic. That's, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, which topping are you most likely to remove from a seven-layer burrito? Sour cream, lettuce, tomatoes, or black beans? It would be a crime to remove the lettuce, right? Yeah, I think it's tomatoes. Yeah, I, as much as I love tomatoes, I feel like they don't really do much in there. That's, and it's not really Tusk's jam. Yeah. Uh, would you add extra onions or extra jalapenos to your soft taco? Both jalapenos, onions, or guacamole i think he's onions yeah i think onions um which item from the secret menu would you like most see my education for you is going to pay off here <laughs> it is yeah. the hulk the incredible hulk the superman or the cheeserito what is the uh, the che- I, I do know 
that's the case arena they just, yeah. they just used to have and the incredible hulk is the one that is very dissimilar to the hulk right no no the, to hulk something means you're adding guacamole the incredible yeah. hulk is just a bigger burrito that you're adding guacamole to but the regular hulk is like not a burrito it's something entirely different right? no i think it's a bean burrito add guac it's a bean burrito and then the incredible hulk is like a chicken it's a five layer five burrito. what's in what's in the five layer burrito seasoned ground uh, beef beef beans cheese another cheese sour cream What do you think? The Incredible Hulk? Superman? I think after all the other things he's ordered, Superman would be a bit much. Let's look, mm. let's go Incredible Hulk. Okay. You won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> There's still so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's important to take time, you know, to, to make sure that your partner is the right one for uh, you. What item from the power menu would you add to your bag? Veggie power menu. Bag. Steak power, chicken power, or the power menu burrito. The other three are bowls. I have steak power. Yeah, definitely steak power. Uh, <laughs> how many Cinnabon delights could you eat in one sitting? 12, 4, 2, oh. 24. <laughs> oh, God. Cinnabon just... delight is absolutely what I'm thinking of with a just ridiculously sugary heavy cinnamon yeah it's like it's like a little it's like imagine a donut hole only Mm -hmm. the center is just like frosting basically (laughs) oh oh i'm sick um Uh, i feel like he could i think he could only eat four because as established he doesn't have that much of a sweet tooth i feel like he'd be like listen i've got more room but this is starting to get gross (laughs) it just gets a little boring after a while Ah, ah, ah. One Cinnabon Delights. Which topping would you add to a Nachos Bel Grande, extra onion, guacamole, jalapenos, lava sauce? Is Nachos Bel Grande just lots of stuff on nachos? Yeah, it's like cheese, ground beef, uh, and like a salsa, I believe. And sour cream, of course. Did he stick with his onion theme? Sure, let's stick with the onion theme. It, I'm like an onion. I have layers, donkey. Uh, what which are combo you doing would in my you, swamp? Which combo would you double? Chalupa cravings box, quesadilla combo, quesarito combo, or cheesy gordita crunch combo? You, so if you double a combo, is that just two? I guess. This is not like accepted nomenclature. They're going outside the menu here. <laughs> they're going outside they're the box. They're this depraved. Is the secret code. Uh, uh, cr- uh, cheesy gordita crunch, right? I agree. I agree. For Greg. And honestly, we've been recording for 32 minutes. I think we need a Greg break. Here comes the Greg break. Here comes the Greg break. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us. We are uh, this. How, how, I don't understand quite how this happened. Right here. Greg. I, I, as, the question you should be asking is who happened here? <laughs> I don't. There's a. How many. Greg break. This happened before I was hired. Two. Two. Okay, I played the great great bumper. Um, Thank goodness. So, how many? Do you, how many do you think we have left after we come back from the intermission? Seven questions? Eight oh, questions? That's not too bad. We're yeah. getting there. We're getting there. We're getting but there. during this little intermission, mm-hmm. uh, Nick, I have uh, I have something for you. Is it a cheesy gordita crunch? It is a. Eternal Envy Cummings. 
Oh, nice. Nice. I love it when there's layers. It's like an onion. I am like an onion. I have layers. Donkey, what are you doing in my swamp? Uh, so this is a, uh, a version of Next to, of course, God America Eye. This is Next to, of course, Ice Frog Blink Dagger Eye. Mm-hmm. Next to, of course, Ice Frog Blink Dagger I Love You, Blade of Instant Mobility and so forth. Oh, say, can you see by the blink echo my coin tis of gold came and went and are no more. What of it? We should worry in every lane, even jungle and fountain. Thy heroes acclaim thy glorious name by gory, by force, by yules, by Lincolns, by Dagon. Why talk of perfection? What could be more perfect than these heroic plays of the game who rushed like carries to a stacked ancient camp? They did not stop to think they died instead. Then shall the voice of sanity be mute. He spoke and drank rapidly a bottled bounty rune. That was Eternal Envy Cummings. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for this gift. All right. Let's let's finish this quiz, and then I'm sure you have things you wanted to talk about <laughs> rather than yeah. just me talking this whole episode. <laughs> so, um, so we, perfect. It'll be balanced out next episode by uh, something else. Okay. Uh, which new item would you love to try? Green Apple Freeze. Double Chalupa. Spicy double chalupa or beefy crunch burrito? Is the so the beefy crunch burrito is not a beef burrito? No, the beef burrito is not a real thing. Um, oh, that's from an old Taco Bell quiz. I said the phrase beef burrito and it's been stuck in your head ever since. Uh, it was one of my fake items. Wow, <laughs> I've I've won. <laughs> um, I do, however, think it's the beefy crunch burrito. I think Tusk would really love that texture. Yeah, that crunch, that beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of taco shell do you prefer? Soft taco, Cool Ranch Dorito taco, hard shell taco, or Locos taco, which is, I guess, the normal Dorito taco, the the nacho cheese one. I feel like a soft shell is easier to hold in your giant maw, right? Because you, if you don't have great control, like you're going to just snap in half and absolutely obliterate a hard shell taco. Right. Hmm. I mean, like, he can hold a clarity without crushing it. He can be delicate when he needs to. That's true. That's true. He he uh, protects and attacks or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like it's hard okay. shell. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like the flavors. No, really. Do he's, anything he's too for vanilla us. for that. Yeah. Okay, which topping would you add to a beefy mini quesadilla? Black beans, lettuce, excuse me, lettuce, uh, steak, or tomatoes? It's steak, right? So a beef, is this, like, can you add a topping to the quesadilla that's literally just on top of the quesadilla? Calling it a topping is probably incorrect. It's bad phrasing. It's like a... An, an added filling. Right, right. I would assume. I mean, I guess it's it's up to the individual Taco Bell how they choose to interpret <laughs> your order. <laughs> but I mean, like, how would you serve that is my question. Because like, I think the quesadilla is just wrapped in paper, right? I mean, again, I think you would just, when you were, like, w- when you place the order, if it was a yeah. sensible one, they would just add steak in the middle. But I could also see them either putting steak on top or giving you steak on the side like complete monsters. Like, you never <laughs> fucking know with these people. How could you put steak on top of a quesadilla? You'd need like a 
a takeout sized plastic like bowl, right? No. I mean like no? okay. Okay, here's what you do. You've wrapped it up in paper. You yeah. unwrap it, you slap a couple of cut strips of steak on top, you wrap it back up. <laughs> It'd be a mess. But yeah. that's your fault for doing a custom order, <laughs> motherfucker. And I guess you're just supposed to eat it all in one go. Like, what I do guess. you say? Like a horse from a feed bag. <laughs> well, the beefy mini quesadilla doesn't have that same kind of container. Oh, then and what's so, like, the point? I don't know. I mean, the point is okay. we're picking steak here and we can move steak. on because they've still got yeah. questions left. Um, which topping would you remove from the Chalupa Supreme? Sour cream, tomatoes, onions, or Fritos? I didn't know Fritos were on a Chalupa Fritos Supreme. Fritos and a... Ooh. Well, he would, he would absolutely not remove onions. We've established he's an onion nah, fan. He's a, he has layers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think... Well, he's, we previously said tomatoes. What about tomatoes again? Tomato hater. Tomatoes... I feel like they do... you got a lot of... Stuff and a lot of dry stuff in a chalupa. It's like true. The chalupa shell itself is very parching, right? But there's sour cream there. Eh, that's true. The sour cream is pretty good. I feel like you might need that freshness, though. Okay, so Fritos then? I'm I I don't think he'd be a big on Fritos there. You got enough texture with mm. everything else, right? Sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. How would you upgrade a spicy potato soft taco? Well, I'd put it back on the menu, but this isn't about me. Uh, nacho cheese sauce, sour cream, beans, or shredded chicken. If you pick shredded chicken, you're a Ooh. monster. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. No, but it's... But then just, like, get a chicken whatever. Right, right. Burrito, at, at that point, it makes more potatoes. sense. Exactly. That makes way more sense. Um, yeah. I think it's nacho cheese, right? Yeah, I was going to say... That's the instant upgrade for potatoes, cheese. Imagine just getting regular Fiesta potatoes. Is that was that an item? I could mean, you get non-cheesy Fiesta potatoes. You could modify it, I'm sure. I guess, but it'd just be so. I mean, maybe if you're like, but if you're lactose intolerant, you wouldn't want the sour cream. So it'd just be like home unseasoned home fries, but they aren't yep. crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, would you order an iced coffee? I don't drink iced coffee. I don't drink coffee. I would love an iced coffee. I prefer hot coffee, or I would prefer a soft drink. <laughs> what a stupid question! I think I think it's hot coffee, right? Yeah, hot coffee. He lo- he he gets cold stuff all the time. He loves it when it's hot. Hot co- hot coffee. Yum. The best part of waking up is hot coffee in my cup. Uh, do you need a plastic knife with your order? I have some in my car. I could use one. I should take one in case, or I don't need one. Why would he need one? <laughs> what? Stupid question. I'm picking I don't need one. I'm not asking uh, you, because no one needs yeah. a knife for Taco Bell. Bell? Yeah. Ugh. Like, I okay. didn't have a spoon for my cheesy Fiesta potatoes, and I managed. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, not having a spoon is unfortunate. I yeah. remember giving, were you the one who I gave the hot strat of use the lid? You did after, or, uh, yeah. Oh, it was after the Greg fact. Greg also right. gave me one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, you're right. I should have done that." Instead, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what I did. I just kind of probably, sh- <laughs> I tilted the container upside down and you know let gravity do the work. Probably. Sure, sure. I mean, you're a scientist. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> would you ask for your grande scrambler to be grilled? Uh, that- I'll I'll take it as it comes. I would ask for extra bacon. I would like mine grilled or 
I don't care for the Grande Scrambler. That's my <laughs> that's my <laughs> Arrested Development voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my menu items equally. equally. I don't care for the Grande <laughs> Scrambler. <laughs> Well, now when we we first had the Grande Scrambler, you know, introduced uh, half an hour ago, I didn't know there was the option of like doing the grilled case, uh, grilled cheesy burrito, mm-hmm. like they have now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would vastly improve the the Grande Scrambler, right? I I Do agree with it? you. Yeah, that would be much better. That would be a much better eat. Yeah, a much better mouth of food. Would Tusk agree? Think, do you think he's part of the bacon craze? I don't. I don't know. I don't think he is. I think. I think. I think he likes it. You know. Sure. sure but. He has a good time with it. But yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. I think he wants it grilled. Yeah. Uh, final <laughs> I don't question care for the, for the Grundy scrambler. Uh, final question: Could final. you eat more than one beefy crunch burrito? I could eat two. I don't care for them. <laughs> I would try it, or I could only eat one. He could eat two. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are they that big? No. Uh, not like a super. Okay. Okay. So uh, we have our. Um, <clears throat> I have bum, some bad news. Bum. Bum, bum. No. <laughs> uh, you got single and free. <laughs> the way you piled on the onions and didn't care about your breath makes you think you are single what? and loving it. Your Taco wow. Bell order was the stuff of legends. You even knew what you wanted from the secret menu without hesitating. You are enjoying your life, and you are happy that Taco Bell is there to feed you along the way. So apparently, they used to be a thing, and Medusa couldn't stand him, <laughs> is what I'm gathering. <laughs> what What can I say? I'm a, like an onion. I have layers. Donkey. Also, what are I you smell. doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. So what does this what does this mean for Medusa? Does Medusa get put back in the pool? I guess Medusa gets put back in the pool. That's only fair. I think I think we have determined scientifically mm-hmm. that Tusk can't be in the pool. I think so. I think the the person taking the quiz they get their one shot, and then you know sometimes you just got to seek out greener pastures. You gotta you gotta look mm-hmm. elsewhere. Okay. Well, Medusa's back on the list. Um, wow, Tusk is our that, first bachelor. Right? This list that we're definitely gonna go through, and not just. <laughs> I say you have. <laughs> if it was, I believe, one day ago where we sat in a Discord doing, of course, the the eventual part of the podcast where we just sit in Discord alone. We sat in Discord and just scrolled through the titles of of various uh, bottle <laughs> episodes and realized just how far back the bullshit starts. Uh, pretty far back. Pretty uh, far back. Yeah. Nick, did that segment make you hungry? It made me hangry. Uh, it made me hungry. And a little bit hangry um, because of Do how I long that fucking Do I make you hungry, quiz. baby? I'm not going to pay any Hold attention for- to that. Uh, we're going to go to gold for meat. Gold for meat. This is a journey into money. Loads of money. Gold for meat. Nick, I've got three pieces of fast food news for you. What? Damn. Pack it on. Uh, okay, we're going to start off since we just ended there, and also because it's a household favorite. We're going to talk about Taco Bell. Talk about Taco Bell. Uh, so, Taco Bell is testing a new item in the Detroit area. 
called the Cantina Crispy Melt Taco. I'm going to pass you a link for all of these as we go. I, I like the name already. Um, so it is actually, they're working on doing a, uh, a, they say it's an elevated white corn shell taco. An elevated experience of the iconic crunchy taco. Because Freshly classically, white corn shell. Hmm. you know, cause classically they have that yellow corn shell, right? Mm-hmm. For those hard tacos. And it's like, you can eat it. It's fine. But like, there's no like glamorous version of a of a hard taco there. If you order a hard taco, you hate yourself, and that's okay. I understand. Um, but they're like, what if we had an item for people who also hated themselves but wanted to pretend in public that they didn't? <laughs> hmm. Taco Bell has used the term cantina for various things in the past. They used it for a limited timeline of street style tacos. Yeah, unfortunately, totally I missed like those. Cantina Bell. Hmm. Yeah, I missed I missed those those Cantina tacos, but I did not miss the Cantina Bell menu. Um, that was around for a while and had some had some some stuff. Wait, wait. More recently, they use it for their Taco Bell Cantina restaurants, which are mostly urban locations that sport a fancier look, open kitchen, and a custom menu that includes alcohol. Are you okay. aware of Taco Bell Cantina? Uh. I mean, okay, Nick, here's the thing, is mm-hmm. I am about as honest a blue-collar person as you'll ever find. I would not be caught dead at a... <laughs> Taco Bell cantina? <laughs> no, that's not true. I would, I would, you would catch me at the window, pressing my cheek against and not being allowed inside by the bouncer. <laughs> You're uh, uh, Charlie in the Taco Bell I'm cantina. burying the lead on the fact that I'd never heard of this. <laughs> it seems crazy, yeah. It seems a little wild. I've I just tried to Google it. I couldn't find it. But if I you know ever do find a Taco Bell cantina, we'll see. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, can I get a on? cheesy gordita crunch and a, a Bud Light? Uh, sir, we don't serve Bud Light here. You only serve would craft you? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Taco Bell cantina. Would you like a stone bastard ale? <laughs> It's absolutely not a commentary on you, sir, you piece of shit. (laughs) The only type of people who would eat at this establishment. Uh, We offer a very nice dumb motherfucker IPA. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sure, I guess we'll take your fucking money, Stel. We're going to move on to our next item. Swinging over across the pond to KFC France, which is introducing a fried chicken hot dog what uh they're calling these chicken tender hot dogs basically it is a chicken tender in a hot dog bun with like cheese and ketchup and mustard and yeah it seems like a choice that they made uh i mean like i'd eat it but i don't know why they're doing it (laughs) i guess but like it's such a cheese and uh, like american cheese like they show here and you know ketchup is fine on fried chicken but there's vastly superior condiments right it would actually be cheddar cheese because it is in france they would american chicken outside of america is not nearly as much of a thing um Hmm. there might be some laws preventing them from calling it cheese outside of america (laughs) i don't know that's just that's just theorizing um i'm mostly my complaint here is the combination of chicken tenders and ketchup that just doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. It's it's uh, what four year olds eat, right? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after that, you realize that it's superior to have, what do you say, a vast array of mustard-based dipping sauces? Yes, yes, of course. Like a, a mayonnaise or a mustard or like something st- stronger or, or weaker, I guess, than ketchup? I don't know. There's a uh, reason like you don't usually, like Chick-fil-A sauce is not ketchup with other stuff. It's like a mustard, honey mustard mayonnaise thing, right? Nick, Bottle Crow has given us thousands of adoring fans, right? But it hasn't hasn't given us our huge like financial breakout, right? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for to have it right now? I We're am. gonna release a line of of mayonnaise based sauces, uh, marketed at like like men called Gaioli. <laughs> okay. And we will just make all the money in the world. That's true, Gaioli, G U I O L I. And then after okay, we've okay. made enough money, we'll get uh, we'll get Guy Fieri on board, and then we're done. I was gonna say we're gonna get sued by Guy Fieri, and then we'll, well, get, you know, we'll have an advertisement. We'll have an advertisement that is a GIF of him drinking it from the bottle, <laughs> but in reverse, where he's spitting it back into the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff, this stuff is too good to, to drink. <laughs> I'm like an onion, donkey. What are you doing in my swamp? I do want to shout out also they have two variants. We talked about the classic chicken tender hot dog. Mm-hmm. There's also the numeral two hot, numeral four <laughs> U chicken tender hot dog, which has cheese, mustard, spicy, too hot oh. for you sauce, crispy fried onions, and jalapenos. Oh. That actually sounds good. That, that's going somewhere. Like that, I understand, you know, you don't want to just do a chicken sandwich because I guess KFC probably already has one. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to do something and you want to call it hot dog style, that's the way you do it. That's acceptable. Uh, And lastly, we have a bit of news. So I don't know if you know this, Nick, but during the pandemic, the uh, breakfast fast food wars have have taken a turn. I don't have not heard of this. Well, first of all, McDonald's breakfast over the king has has gone down pretty hard. Right. Ooh, really? It's been really suffering during the pandemic because people get, you know, a, a, a McGriddle. Or, you know, a, a, a McMuffin on their way to work. And a lot of them aren't going to work. Oh, I guess you're right. I never thought of that. But, and all of this, all of this, like, I am interpreting, but the facts are the facts, right? You know who's been doing really well? No. The recently developed, since we started this show, Wendy's Breakfast has been oh. killing it. They've been doing amazing. Wendy's corporate is very excited at how their sales have been going. And it's no wonder during this pandemic, I've only gone to get fast food breakfast once. And it was a breakfast baconator. (laughs) What, uh, what drove you to, uh, to, you know, uh, patronize Uh, Wendy's for breakfast specifically? Uh, well, so because theirs is the best breakfast among fast food. Okay. The breakfast baconator is is just really fucking good, and uh, I had to get up too early to go get an oil change, and I was like, mm. "Well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well eat this like burger with egg and like cheese sauce, and <laughs> you know, have a heart attack." Yeah, there in the oil change place, yeah, um, it was they'll great. change your oil for you. You just squeeze it out right into your engine. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but the breakfast, the breakfast wars, smelling blood in the water, seeing the weakness of McDonald's, we are seeing a new entry from Hardee's, also known as Carl's Jr., depending on your region, who is adding the hotcakes breakfast sandwich. Now this, listen, 
the breakfast bacon acre is like a breakfast burger, right? There's no real yeah. uh, equivalent for that on the McDonald's menu. The hotcakes breakfast sandwich is a direct shots fired at the <laughs> McGriddle. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, it, they are they are going in hard. It is it is two hotcakes, maple hotcakes, with syrup, egg, and sausage. No cheese, which the McGriddle carries. But um, when is the last? Have you had a McGriddle recently? Uh, I probably have had one this year, but it's been a little okay. while. Yeah, I've I've think I've had a McGriddle maybe a few times. It is a uh, it's a delicious, indulgent, dense, uh, thoroughly messy experience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the there's an, a reason that you don't you know pick up pancakes with your hands and eat them usually because they're covered in maple syrup and your hands get all sticky. Well, but and McGriddles so eat, McGriddles bake them in. I don't know. I this is possibly over a decade ago that I remember. They're that. certainly but, spongy in a way that uh, implies yeah, a like level of moisture, moisture imparted onto your fingers and other mm-hmm. sure. ingredients that don't sure. feel good to just put elsewhere. Right. I I hear you. I hear you. But it is, boy, it is quite a calorie dense experience. You know what? Actually, I did have a McGriddle during the pandemic, but I did not have it at breakfast time, thanks to McDonald's' all-day breakfast menu. Thank you to McDonald's all-day breakfast menu for sponsoring this episode of Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. This probably should have been a Jackie's Chow episode, I guess. Probably. That's <laughs> After an hour, I've come to this realization. <laughs> Nick, where do you want to go from here? I'm hungry somehow. I don't know why. Oh, I do know where I want to go from here. I was thinking, and I, I didn't conclude my thinking, but we'll have to come up with... I feel like we need a car-based segment. Jackie's room? Jackie goes room? That's nothing. You can't... <laughs> I don't... That's why I said I didn't finish my thinking. You know? Sure. Uh, Jackie's... Stick? Oh nope, better not say that. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, Gassy's chat. No, Jack, oil, oil, toil and trouble, trouble ee. Okay, there we go. Oil, oil, toil and trouble ee. Just rolls right off the tongue. I've been doing some car work recently. Okay, well I'm gonna come up with a better name while you're talking. But <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing car work recently. I recently we did. Uh, someone had. Uh, not nece- not a uh, necessary job, but they had purchased an entire, basically new brake system. So they got new. They needed to do their brakes because they were very weak and they were kind of like pulling. I got it. It's Eternal Enzo after the Enzo Ferrari. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Vroom vroom. Go, go, please, please go, please go. What the fuck? Go! Yo! Go! 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 Oh my fucking god! Holy shit! And so it was an entire replacement except for the hard lines, basically. So I flushed the old fluid out first so that there wasn't gunk left in the calipers. Then I swapped out the calipers, took off the rotors, put on new rotors, put on new pads, and did this all on on all the wheels 
And it was a uh, it was so much fun that I finally put off what I was needing to do on my car, and I ordered new rotors and brakes and fluid for my car. Wow! So I think I'm going to be doing uh, my brakes again soon. It was it was such an doing brakes is such a easy job in comparison to so many other jobs. It was like, hey, I guess maybe I can enjoy working on cars. I I work on my own car, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's felt like a chore it, in the past. It, fe- it feels like a chore. It makes you want to, you know, curse the German engineer who just crammed this one bolt a little too close. But brakes, they're much harder to, to fuck up. Mm. Like on my car, I have a, uh electronic rear parking brake. So it can be more difficult, but I have the, the dongle that lets you use this third-party open source software thing. Oh, it's a, it's a dongle. So you can like hook up like your 360 controller. And be like... Yeah, my 360 controller, and I just drive my car with that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I do sick tricks. I get bonus points for drifting. Nice. I love Forza. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's uh, you, your oil change reminded me of that. Like, hey, cars. I I like cars, but I I rarely talk about them about on the podcast. That's interesting. You know, I was never much of a car person. I don't dislike them. Like, I think driving is fine. I'm fine with driving, mm-hmm. even if it's long distances. Usually, um, but it's just like. I don't know. Give me a car that doesn't break and has good mileage, and I'm happy. <laughs> so, a Japanese car. Yes, I did grow up on Japanese cars. I grew up on Toyotas and Hondas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, uh, I believe it was an 89 uh, Honda Civic for a long time. It was a four-cylinder car that at a certain point, because of um, some technical troubles, became a three-cylinder car. <laughs> um and that actually got amazing mileage. It's just, uh, boy, bet. when you shifted gears, it was just like, <laughs> for a second, the car turned into a sled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I have always, I, I, maybe I've never talked. I uh, always drive stick shifts. I vastly prefer stick shifts. Mm, Almost never drive automatic, mm-hmm. which means I have to drive on, like, back. Well, doesn't mean I have to. But Old, usually, stupid cars. Yeah. Yeah. For morons. There's almost yeah. There's almost no cars left that uh, that have sticks. Very sad. Mm-hmm. But it means I usually don't take highways when there's going to be stop and go traffic. Back in the olden times when we had traffic, I always take more scenic routes because it'll be just the same amount of time. It's up. I don't have to clutch in and out all the time. Hey, uh, I was just checking. How old mm-hmm. are you? Twenty-five. Not like not like sixty. You're saying? Uh, hold, hold. no. You're not like an, you're not like Gary Oldman over here. Uh no no G oldie. No. Confirmed. Okay, okay. Don't know if I believe you, but I'll just I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. 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 No most people most of my other friends, like our generation does not like to work on cars anymore. No. For many variety of reasons, mostly I think because of the cars. <laughs> Everything's much more computerized and much more difficult to work on. For some would say on purpose. Sure. Uh, not completely on purpose, but yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, and then I also have, so that's the older Audi I have back when they also still made manual cars. And then I also have like an old beat up pickup truck, I think I've said for, uh, you know, the House of New Earth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I, as soon as I bought the car, it's an old Toyota, 90s Toyota, which means it'll, it will last forever unless it gets rust on the frame, in which case it is already dead. Mm. And this was 
in it's a 96 it's in pretty good shape but it's got like surface rust and like flake rust nothing that needs patching and since i bought the truck like a year ago i've been meaning to take a wire brush to the frame and like you prep the prep all the metal you spray on rust converter basically and then you paint over that and so I'd been meaning to do that, but it was low on the priority list. I gave the job to my brother, tell him I would pay him to do it. He never got around to it either. And then finally, the other day, I was working from home and like I said, screw it. I'm gonna, I called a shop and was like, how much would it be for you guys to do this? Because it, it will basically make the car last forever mm. compared to like a year or two more. Sure. <laughs> relatively. Sure. And they're like, oh yeah, it's like 500, 600 bucks. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I waited this long for just that. And so I'm finally going to get my uh, truck taken care of. Wow. Doing that's all sorts great. of maintenance. Hmm. So that's that's uh, Jackie Enzo. Nice. Wonder how many more car updates we're going to get. I know. You never know. So you mentioned the house of New Earth. How are your mm-hmm. home improvements of New Earth going? Today, I spent yet another day up in the attic. It wasn't as bad as it was the last time I think I talked about it when I was doing plumbing. Uh, I needed to do some electrical. I wanted to move a light, and then I had to add in new wiring for a light that I'm uh, four-weighing using three switches, which Mm. is... Why why is it called four-way and three-way when it's really three-way and two? I don't know. Actually, you can four-way many different numbers of switches never mind <laughs> i'm putting in a sw- a light that has three switches and so i had to go up in the attic and run a bunch of stuff there i wanted to move a light that was in a hallway that i shortened a while ago but then i i went up there and i saw that it's actually wired uh not at all how i thought it was going to be and that light box is also like a junction box that powers an entire outlet circuit in one of the bedrooms and it was one of the rare times when i i took a look I took a step back and I said, actually, I think no, I think I'm not going to do anything here because <laughs> I was going to need to move the light and do everything I was going to do and then also run an entire new circuit to power up the receptacles again. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what, that light, it, it's fine. It's kind of like not centered in the hallway and, and like the length of the, the hallway. It's like a seven foot hallway now. It's just kind of at the entrance to the hallway from the living room and it doesn't look bad. It's just, you know. I wanted everything to be perfect. And this was the one time when I said, you know what? I'm not going to do anything here. You know what? I'll just leave this until uh, probably a year or two from now when it's harder (laughs) to fix. When it's much harder to fix. And I'll be like, why the hell did I not do it then? Yep. So I did that. Well, I I didn't move that, but I did my other lighting stuff. And then I pulled up another circuit to to put in a fan because I'm going to put a fan over like the coffee table TV area. And it was only like 90 degrees and sunny today, I think. But I I bought, I finally bought a, you know, those like, uh, what are they called? Thermapens, like the fancy kitchen thermometers. Uh, no. I mean, are they, I'm trying to imagine. I certainly don't know, but I'm trying to imagine. 
it's like all, all the YouTube people use them. It's like a, a very nice kitchen thermometer. It, it's, okay. you know, a very sensitive probe, so it instantly reads and all that shit. And cool. it, it has a high range, so you can use it as like a candy thermometer too if you're making caramel or whatever. I finally got one of those because my brother was going off to college. I'm like, oh, I'll get you one of these. And, oh, I guess I'll have to get one of these too. Oh, well. And so I took that up with me into the attic today because I was interested to see if I was, you know, really hyperbolizing that much. Uh, today, it was over 120 degrees in the oh attic. Oh, gosh. And that's when I'm like, oh, boy. So I think it must have actually been 130 or 140 degrees the other day when I was doing the plumbing, which makes me think, you know how some people have, like, three-season rooms or whatever that mm-hmm. you can put goods in during, you know, the winter as, like, a, a sort of fridge? Sure. Because, uh, like, I think my grandparents' house in New York, you know, had a, a room that was like that. What we need to do is start using the attic as a three-season room because you could sous vide, basically, you know, like slow-cook chicken at 140, and it would be pretty good. So if I just, instead of using my fancy, schmancy sous vide, whatever, you have to wait for the water and it's a pot and everything, I'm just going to pop open the hatch to the attic, throw in a bag of chicken breasts with, you know, a little bit of salt, pepper, vinegar, or whatever. Yeah, just and wait then for the rats to get just, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you just take it out later and you have a delicious, juicy chicken breast. So that's my uh, uh, food for thought. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I think that that's all I've got. Bad idea, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, can't can't hurt to try it, right? Yes, it can. If it actually can. <laughs> Turns out raw Turns chicken out. is well, bad for you. <laughs> uh yeah. I uh the other day I took a um it was it was a one hundred degrees outside with thirty percent humidity. <sighs> Um, which was three degrees lower than the day before. So I was like, okay, so it's not that bad out here. Um, and so I walked for eight miles. Um, and then I was like, hey, roommate, you're home, right? I was like, listen, if you're not doing anything, I mean, I could get home. It'd be rough. I feel pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I got to ride home. That was great. I appreciate it, roommate. Thank you. Yeah. How are you doing out there in terms of air quality with all the uh, the fires going on? Not good. Are you affected at No. Oh man. yeah. Oh yeah. L- yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the other day, that day that I walked out, that took that walk. When I stepped outside, mm-hmm. I could instantly taste smoke. Um, oh. And and referring to uh, last episode, actually, there was a great moment where I looked up at the sky, and you could, I mean, like you could tell where the sun was, but you couldn't see it directly. It was a bright smear of light because of the smoke halation. <laughs> Ah, fighting through Sastasha and all that. Fighting, uh, yep. Um, so that was. Uh, mm. I'm not gonna say scary because that's not that's not honest, right? But it was like alarming. <laughs> I guess are you are you somewhat used to it? Like this isn't your first rodeo with it, right? No, but this I haven't seen it this bad before, right? Like I mean, oh, like okay. if you're like. Um, if you're driving further upstate and you drive through a section of of you know the freeway where there's just fire on either side of the road, that's not common, <laughs> but it happens. Or like when you're like, oh wow, the sunset looks really beautiful. There must be a lot of smoke on the horizon. That happens. <laughs> um, but like stepping outside and just instantly tasting smoke is is I can't remember that happening before. Mm. Hmm. 
So it sounds like what I, what you need to do is pop open the hatch to your attic, right? Toss in some chicken breasts with some salt, pepper, and vinegar, and then you'll get a delicious, you know, slow-cooked, smoked chicken breast. Hmm. You might mm. be on to nothing, Nick. I might be. <laughs> uh, but, Nick, are you ready for a new segment that is your fault? I So I am extremely ready. It's time for There Will Be Bud. Sports, hoops, basketball, court, buddy, dog, jersey, slam dunk festival, meet my dog. Uh, this segment, I guess it's just any time it's remotely related to Airbud. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this segment is. Um, I don't know what the fuck this podcast is. Six. The other day, uh, me and, and some friends of the, of the show were doing the uh, newest uh, near-themed raid added to Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. and uh, you popped in and, and serenaded us with the theme of Airbud. I did, yeah. And it got me thinking, what if... There was an Airbud dungeon in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to supply you with this dungeon and its storyline, and I don't have a name for the dungeon itself, but the quest is called the Beagle-Eyed Observer. Okay. So I hate it already. <clears throat> in uh, Curthus, which is a, a territory to the north, where there are you know all the dragons and the and the empires sort of roaming loose. Uh, there is a remnant of the Imperial Sixth Legion. The the Legion itself has already withdrawn from the area, but this base has been left behind, and they are continuing their, their dark operations, even in the absence of leadership, doing some kind of research on dragons and super weapons. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, from the local hunting community, uh, bright-eyed catboy Yashfrim Tia... Uh, has, has dreams of protecting his community and becoming an adventurer, and he sets out and hires some adventurers, players, to come help him clear this, this Imperial base out. So you fight through and you arrive at the first boss where you encounter the super weapon they are creating. The bestial undying dragon destruction instrument, or buddy. <laughs> Uh, they are mechanically augment- augmenting a dog with supernatural uh-huh. magitech powers and dragon DNA. <laughs> um, and this th- and Buddy is is held immobile as you do this boss fight where you are basically fighting like you know mechanical like security forces and like machines. And every once in a while, you get an opportunity to attack this control room up above where the Imperials are operating all the machines. And then when you get the boss down to like to, to zero HP or one HP, uh, your your uh, NPC companion Yash Frim uh, f- hurls his spear at the window to try and like pierce it and like destroy the computers inside, right? Mm-hmm. But oh no, it bounces. The glass is too tough. It bounces off, and it gets caught by Buddy, who has leapt in the <laughs> air and caught the lance, and he smashes through it. And this is the birth of Spear Bud. Spear Bud. <laughs> Um, so with Buddy and Yashfrim, you fight your way through more halls and you encounter the next boss, which is a, a machine that is building these huge, like, imperial armors that are, you know, like, like 20 feet tall, right? 
Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're, uh, they keep coming. So you're fighting these big armors and destroying them at specific spots to create platforms for Buddy to jump onto so that Buddy can leap down with his spear and destroy the manufacturer. And you do it. But unfortunately, the, mach- the explosion of this machine brings a bunch of wreckage tumbling down and Buddy's gone. <gasps> and you're heartbroken, but you have to press on. There's, a, there, there's people to save. So you head on and you breach the core of the facility. It's time for the final boss against Imperial Commander Normor Sauce Snively, who is, of course, putting the finishing touches on his true secret weapon, a Magitek Dragon. Mm. There's also, you see in the background, just like like foreshadowing that there's a second one, but it's not ready yet. Um, so you fight this Magitek Dragon and you get it down to like 50% health and the commander gets desperate and Normar Sauce Snively activates the second dragon it's not done but it'll be done enough to defeat you and you have no hope but wait what's that sound it's the theme of spear bud <laughs> and buddy leaps into the fray wearing a full suit of armor and normar saw snively says this is against international war treaties and yashram says there's no rule saying a dog can't tank and so Buddy tanks the incomplete dragon, and together you defeat the boss. You can fade out the music now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the base explodes, and everyone rushes out, and Yashrim is running, but he's hollering to Buddy, and Buddy's not coming. And the, boss, the base collapses, and Yashrim drops to his knees. But then, on the top of the rubble of the base, we see Buddy. He's silhouetted there. He's got his spear in its mouth. And then he turns away and disappears into the setting sun. And Yashrim says, oh, I understand. Buddy still has work to do, but I know we'll see each other again one day. And that's my stupid piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll be uh, submitting this to uh, uh, Miyamoto? Yes, what, yes. Uh, Yoshi P? Yoshi uh, no, Miyamoto. Miyamoto, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did... Yes, any questions? Any questions? Oh, Air okay. Bud. <laughs> okay, up. just wanted to, I wanted to see. You never know. Uh, There's always a chance. I thought you had a question about the lore I'd built out, which I would be happy to answer, but... I'm there. <laughs> I guess I was you pretty answered. thorough. All of my questions. What what else what else could there be to know about the bestial undying dragon destruction instrument? I mean it's true. I mean he was undying. There's no question on why he didn't die from you know the various things. Exactly. Exactly. Also because you is a hard letter. My strength grows. Uh and then, of course, we can have him show up in future dungeons as different classes. Exactly. That's why I was thinking, you know, uh, I don't know the other class. Uh, Butterai? Samurai? Uh, yeah. I'm going to stop I mean, there. Well, I mean, we could, you know, we could have Buddy casting stone, too. That's true. He could be a, a Buddy cleric summoner guy. <laughs> you don't know your own fucking class. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm pretty good at uh, video games, they say. Well. 
Uh, Nick, do we want to talk more or do you think we're good for this episode? Uh, what else do you got? I mean, what's, listen, what's I've always tank? I've always got more. We could do a Jackie's mm-hmm. Mound. I've got uh, a Little League of Legumes, but I don't think I want to do that. Oh, I think we need a Little League of Legumes just because when I'm uh, listening to the podcast again, I want to hear the bumper. Okay. Green bean casserole. Well, friends, welcome to League of Legumes. Um, this week, we're here to talk about a subsection within League of Legumes, just like Gold for Meat is within Jackie's Chow. Within League of Legumes, there is building character. Oh. This is our new segment about characters added to the game. Oh. Because uh, been a new one? since we last talked, they've added Yone. Oh, okay. Yone. Yone. Uh, Yone is the brother of existing uh, champion Yasuo. Uh, he's Yone. an angsty boy with two swords. This is the most... Uh, angsty boy I've ever seen. Yeah, check it out. He's already dead. Wow, it's Bl- the most angsty you can be. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so he just is one of those characters that only has cooldowns. He doesn't have any resource. <laughs> okay. Um. But uh, so his abilities. Um, he can stab people. He can swing his sword, and when he hits them, he gets a shield. Uh, he can detach his soul from his body and leave his body behind and just run forward with his soul. And he runs real fast when he's doing that. And he can run forward and slash. And uh, in summary, he's kind of fucking boring. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I, keep... I mean, I they guess... They're trying to I make guess... him interesting because he has the two swords and like one sword does 50% magic damage instead of physical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's clearly like it's one of those things where I appreciate the philosophy of like listen, it would be easy for us to make characters more complicated every time, but just because it's 2020 and the game is however many years old doesn't mean we don't have room for simple champions. But I just don't care about this man. Hmm. Yeah, I've just I've read the text of his uh, ult. Hmm. Yeah, he just runs forward and slashes. Yeah, I feel like League of Legends strong suit is not uh, strong fundamentals. <laughs> is that a, a nice way to say? It? Uh, they're at their best when they're being uh, very creative, mm-hmm. and this is just kind of a fine. It feels like this kind of hero should already a uh, champion should already be in the game. I guess he's yeah. fine. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, it is. It is fun how like basically all of his abilities are quick cast by default. Mm-hmm. And so like 
he he controls very snappily. You hit a button and he just automatically does the attack in whatever direction he's his hit the cursor is currently pointing. Which mm. combined with the fact that there is no turn rate in this game <laughs> means you can do some kind of wacky shit. But yeah, he's boring. Yeah. Yasuo at least like has a thing where he blocks all projectiles. He like mm-hmm. makes a wall. Yeah, the most annoying thing in the game. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. I want him to die. <laughs> yep. Um. Hmm. But that said, I think I want to. I do want to tweak. Get tongue tied. Um. I do want to briefly go to Jackie's mound. Oh, let's take it out. Take me out to the to the mound game. Go, 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 screw. Oh, RP. Wait, 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 wait. Team, 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 team. Get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. See that leg go after. Uh-oh. Oh! No! Field, back to the wall. Drive home safely. We lost. Friends and folks, uh, as this episode is coming out, probably we have only very recently begun season four of Blaseball. Huh? huh? Nick, you know what Blaseball is. We all know I what Blaseball s- is. <laughs> of course. We all know what it is. The commissioner is Thank doing a great job. We are all of Blaseball. I did not misspeak. That is, we are all of Blaseball. <laughs> we are all of Blaseball. Okay. So, what is Blaseball? What is Blaseball? That's kind of an impossible question to answer, but if I didn't answer it, I would be fired from my own show. So I will try. Yeah. Uh, Blaseball is. Blaseball puts the fantasy in fantasy baseball, right? It is a fantasy baseball league with fantasy teams and fantasy rules in a fantasy setting. And a fantasy little car, and all you see is fantasy. I'm outside, fantasy Daba D Daba die because some players have in fact died. Uh, <laughs> that's true. They have. Really? Um, yes. <sighs> so um, moving into season four, Blaseball kind of blew mm-hmm. up after like season one and two were, eh, and then season three was pretty big to the point that they have had to take a two week hiatus preparing the servers for season four. <laughs> um, so starting uh, Monday, the 24th, uh, August 24th, uh, season four will start every day on the hour. Every hour, there will be a set of games from your baseball mm-hmm. teams. There's probably a team for you, Nick. Where are you from? And don't listen. I know where you live. Where are you from? Uh, 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 Maryland. Maryland. Like that's that's what we you identify as a person from Maryland. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, there are no Maryland teams, but okay. Well, there's uh, sounds like there's no team for me then. I mean, uh-huh. listen, there's still there's still options. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. if you have no home, you could always come mm-hmm. with the formerly Los Angeles tacos, but now the unlimited tacos. <laughs> uh, they have no physical manifestation. Well, anymore, um, there was an event in season three called the Grand Unslam, where there was a Grand Slam that broke space time. Uh huh. Um, and now we exist everywhere. Okay. Um, there. Sounds good. <laughs> I know you used to live in Philadelphia. There's the Philly Pies. Yep. Okay. Um, Philadelphia I, known for its pie. I know Maryland is an awful place. You could go. You could mm-hmm. join with the Hellmouth Sunbeams or the Hades I, I, Tigers. 
Okay. Uh, something, something Canada. You could be with the Canada Moist Talkers. There are there are teams for every uh, every every. I don't know. There are lots of teams. Um, hmm. And here's the thing: you bet on them. You bet coins. You get coins hmm. when your team wins. You bet coins when your bets win. And also, you can spend your coins to vote. To vote. Now, what are you voting on, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there are lots of things you could vote on. You could vote, hey, I want to have an interview with the players. I want to hear more about these players. Players like, let me pull up a random, let's pull up the Yellowstone Magic. Players like uh, Sutton Picklestein or Inky <laughs> Rutledge or Corey Twelve or uh, Wyatt Glover. Or Wyatt Quitter. Uh, there was an incident on the Unlimited Tacos where, uh, th- for a moment, our entire team was the player Wyatt Mason over and over and over <laughs> again. And then there was sort of a fracturing, a fracturing, sort of a merging of the timelines so that now that every player is part Wyatt Mason. So it used to be Tyga Quitter, and now it's Wyatt Quitter because huh. What's they fused. Um, <laughs> There's something in this beverage. <laughs> Did I did I have more than this one beer? <laughs> uh, you could also vote to make runs, uh, make make uh, stealing huh? a base worth a tenth of a run. <laughs> so for every ten stolen bases, you get a free run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could vote to make it so that the teams that were in last place at the end of last season all get a fourth strike. You could vote to give all your players surgery and change their stats. You could vote to steal a player from another team. You could vote to incinerate someone. <laughs> okay. Or you could just buy some peanuts. <laughs> Blaseball is great. <laughs> What's going on? Blaseball is a, like, uh, we were recently accused of being Dada 2, <laughs> the new Dadaist podcast. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Blaseball is pretty Dadaist. It's pretty buck wild. You should get into it. That sounds good. It sounds like the exact type of thing I'm looking for in baseball. Perfect. Because, as I say, two because days. Because I could figure out. Season. So, hold on. Who's your team? Uh, we, uh... Well, so I was the Los Angeles Tacos. Now I am the Unlimited yeah. Tacos. You're the Unlimited Tacos. Okay. Do you have mm-hmm. a favorite uh, player? I like Patel Beyonce. Okay. I will find out how many gold coins it takes to incinerate Patel Beyonce. Wow. Well, that may not be an option the next election. We'll see what the vote options are the next election. I was talking about previous options. Uh, the season has not started. We don't know what okay. we're going to get. Um, okay. Also, the way this works is basically you buy... Um, it's like a raffle, right? You mm-hmm. spend however many votes on a thing, but then they just draw from the random... So, like, if your team spent 100 votes on Incinerate Player and my team spent one... That means you have you are a hundred times more likely, but we still might win it. That's true. You might save him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me look at uh, some of the, some of the things that happened. Um, I believe the uh, unlimited tacos. Yeah, are um, so the stats of this game are interesting. Uh, one of them is uh, anti-capitalism. That's a player-based stat. Um, and thanks to uh, our, our winning the raffle, the Unlimited Tacos now have every player has maxed anti-capitalism. Wow, nice. You exist, you exist everywhere. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, the Chicago Firefighters stole the best player 
uh, in the league, Axel Trollalalal, um, and then gave him surgery so that now he is more than a five-star player. He is like a six-and-a-half-star player, which we didn't know it was possible to go above five stars. Mm-hmm. But Axel, really? Out there. Uh, he's equipped with, it says, so you can click on his, his, characters, his character here, um, and they are, are, they are allowed an item. Most people don't have any item. Uh, he has what is called a literal arm cannon. You can also read about his uh, every character. You can see their evolution, pregame ritual, coffee style, blood type, and fate. Oh, and also their soul scream. Uh, Axel Trollalal's uh, evolution evolution is base. His pregame ritual is remembering past lives. His coffee style is heavy foam. His blood type is electric. His fate is twenty, and his soul scream. All the soul screams are a little hard to read, so I'm gonna do my best here. That's my best. That's the best what I can do. What the fuck is happening? Okay. Uh, so, in conclusion, <laughs> Blazeball rules. I uh, will let you know I have just signed up for Blazeball, and uh, there is a team for me. It's the Baltimore Crabs. Sure, sure. You're, you're a Crabs fan, huh? What do you mean, sure? There was no other option for me. Let me see. Do you have any really? Do you have any? Uh, Valentine Games. That's a good name. Kennedy Loser. Forrest Best. Oliver Not a Robot. <laughs> yeah, we got some pretty good. Let's see. How? Oh, we got a. We've got a five star. Uh, Nagomi McDaniel. Yeah. Yeah. Star. Now compare that. Click on the unlimited tacos. Look at our stats. Okay. Uh, unlimited tacos. It's oh, a boy, shit you... show. We're terrible. <laughs> Patel Beyonce is your best at three and a half. Uh huh. God bless Wyatt Patel Glover Beyonce. Is zero stars. Listen, uh, we may have voted to give all of our pitching staff surgery, and it may be possible that every surgery was botched and the players got worse. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, it's rough being a tacos fan. <laughs> it's a city breathmans. Ah, uh, hmm. yeah. Nice. Well, I look forward to uh, facing you out there on the blazeball fields. Wonderful. Nick, do we have anything else we need to get into? I feel like I feel like we're in a good spot to, to close the close the show. I'm not sure if I can uh, agree with you there, but I think maybe I think we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Nick, I'm going to allow you to waste everyone's time by mm-hmm. promoting, by you know, for plug zone. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. The plug zone for gold for me. Greg. This is a journey into money. Greg. Loads of money. Greg. So recently, the chickens at my dad's house have started laying eggs. And so I've been having fresh chicken eggs. Wow. Yeah. How's that going I've for never you? Had, they started out uh, pretty small. Like, um, smaller than what you could reasonably find at a grocery store. And then within, like, a week, they've become, like, regular-sized eggs. And they are pretty good. Like, Hmm. they could probably be... They haven't been free-ranging right now because uh, they were just kind of wandering around. And over the course of a few weeks, two of them uh, departed (laughs) in various ways. Sure. So for now, I'm going to build them a bigger run, but they're in a, a smaller coop run right now. But if they were out and about and were eating more bugs, they'd probably have even richer yolks. But right now, 
they're like they're closer to the duck eggs in that like they have a much richer flavor mm. like yolk a richer yolk and because they're really fresh the whites are really like uh firm i guess hmm. you know like older eggs like kind of the whites can get more runny sure sure Real so they're just like harder to fry and stuff yeah but i i've been i made a five egg omelet the other day because they were tiny eggs yeah oh. it was really good so that's uh that's the current ceases geese update wow you're you're really chasing that I'm, dream. I'm, yeah, living vicariously through my brother's chickens. All right. Well, uh, I am on Twitter at six detmar s a x d e t t m a r. If you want to blame someone, um, mm-hmm. Nick didn't give you their Twitter, so I guess I'll take it. Uh, and uh, I, you can also find my work on scanlinemedia.com or Patreon.com/slash/scanlinemedia. And folks, until next time, that's it. Goodbye. Peace out. Sure.